Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WYP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Tuesday afternoon as we're back from a long weekend. I mean, still, I mean, just nothing to gamble on. I mean, oh, like, nothing. I mean, that's I. I tried the uh, three three point contest. <laughs> that didn't go well. Yo, nope, I bet on Laurie Marketing. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing obvious I'll- reasons. <laughs> he's a good bet. I bet on him too. I think I, I bet on him, Jalen Bronson. He's plus seven hundred. He's plus seven. And yeah. uh, Malik Beasley, my yeah, boy. Yeah, they had the best odds. Yeah, Listen, yeah, I know. Yeah, Seltzer, Seltzer parlayed, and he, he's not a big gambler. Yeah, he parlayed Lillard and, and McClung. And it's like, oh, oh dude, that's an like, easy he's like, one. Oh, look, I'm so, look at all my winnings. <laughs> Grow up, Seltzer. Gamble like a real man. That's no, a good, that's I'm, good parlay. I'm happy. I'm happy he won his parlay. Just kidding. I'm curious. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, the NBA is back Thursday, so we got to wait a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, this is listen. Hey, it's All Star Break for everyone. Ike. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the uh, Eastern Volleyball Academy. Yep. My daughter's volleyball academy. They had me up in York, PA, this weekend. Oh, you and the Amish? Well, at least they won it. <laughs> yes. You have a good time. Amish, I did. Did you see a horse and buggy this time? I did not see a horse and buggy this time. Nice. <laughs> it snowed up there. I know. You maybe, were out, maybe that's why the horse and buggies weren't weren't out. You were out in, uh, well, I guess it's Lancaster County because I think that's where we got most of the snow. Mm-hmm. Like, because like I got. Oh pretty, yeah, it was good snow up there. I got a good amount in Westchester. Oh, okay. And then you know, like I, I think it went more west. So, okay. So yeah, you probably. So got was it. it just a? It was like a Friday night, sun Saturday morning yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. It was a perfect snow song. It snows off Friday night. You wake up, right. you know, it's beautiful. There's no, there's nothing more beautiful than than a snow covered like town. It's just there's just nothing there's nothing better. And then it's melted away by the afternoon. It was gone by by the next day. So you're right. So it's good. You're right so, about that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 find something to gamble on. I'm sure. Uh, let's get to what we do every <laughs> no, day. Oh man, we're 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 locked out for the next I two know, days. I know it's good. It's good. I I needed the uh, the debrief. Yes. I needed the debrief. From the NBA. Let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is a Francisco Rojas top five at five. All right, so I know it's going to be really tough uh, to top the, the top five at five from from last Thursday. I agree. Yeah, yeah most you know, of yours are tough to top, but you find a way. Yeah, I find a way. So that's the that's yeah, the trend here. That's what I'm trying to continue to keep going. Um, have you? I know Jack, you've seen it, um, but Ike, have you guys seen the uh, the Anthony Rendon comments? Oh yeah, about how baseball is not a priority for him. No, I have not. He, the, 
Yeah, the the thing here, people are saying that he hates baseball pretty much. Yeah, he basically did a whole interview on the first day of spring training, and he was like, baseball's not a top priority for me. Like, my family is, my faith is. Right. Like, are you happy to be here? He's like, I don't feel like answering your questions. You know, oh, he so, came. To, he came to spring training in a bad mood. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and like he's been pay- he's paid like two hundred and fifty million dollars over ten years, I believe, and he has been completely horrible for the. I like, can't even get on the field. Um, so, so they're, and, and this is how he's speaking. And this is how he's spring talking. training. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So basically, everyone's saying that like he hates baseball. Right. Pretty right. much, he hates baseball. It's so just his job. Yeah. Yeah, it's just his job. So, um. Obviously, you know, all of us here, we love sports. We work in, work in sports. We love sports. Um, but this made me think of times that I hated sports as an athlete. So I'm going to give you guys my top five times that I hated sports as a young athlete. As you as an athlete? Yes, as me as an athlete. I know it's it's not hard to believe. I'm going to say it's hard to believe, it's, but it's not hard to believe. Um, so okay. This time period ranges from about, like, you know, seven, eight years old to, like, a couple right. years ago. This yeah, is gonna you know be, what I mean? That's what I figured. It's, yeah, so it's a long prime. Yeah. Very long prime. Uh, so. Jesus. Number five. Uh, you know, my my, my mother, uh, she criticizes a lot of my top fives. Correct. But, you know, the Wonder rides, why? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, but she would often criticize me on the rides home uh, from games. And I, I couldn't stand that. Could yes. not stand that every time. Baseball, basketball, whatever sport I played, didn't want to hear it. You know, especially if it was after a loss yeah, or a bad yeah, yeah. performance. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear it from my mother. Yeah. So that's, that's number five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm currently debating, like, in- internally how I want to handle that with Walk. Um, you know, do I want to be the tough parent that, like, let's not let the coach coach, but when you get in the car, it's accountability hour, yeah. or, or am, I, am I the uplifting guy? Well, you got to do whatever the situation calls for. Um... I think you should always be encouraging. Yes. Um, and I think as long as effort, hustle, toughness, those things aren't necessarily in question, it's easy to be encouraging, right? Even when they don't necessarily play as well, you know, it's how you coach. And there's ways you can make corrections uh, that they can hear you without feeling as if you're trying to demean them or embarrass them. Because you don't want to discourage them from playing this. Yes. Yes. So, and age does matter. Age does matter. So, when I was coaching the kids when they were six, seven, eight, nine years old is different than when they were teenagers. Right. You know, so. uh, Now, with my daughter, I don't do anything but encourage. (laughs) Like, that's pretty much it. That's good. Yeah. Well, see, that's the opposite because I have younger siblings, 14 and 16. They both play basketball. Yeah. And I'm the complete opposite. I rip them. As soon as the game's over, accountability. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, but you're you're their brother. Right. You're, you're you're not mom or dad, so it, it feels a little different. And if your dad is a former athlete that you already have pressure to live up to, that doesn't do them any good to tell them that they weren't very good at doing something. Now, that's obviously your case. Like yes, you that's former, my perspective. Former yes. great athlete, right? Yes. Like, do I get to pull that card on Walker, <laughs> or or no? I don't, I, well, again, in, in Westchester, I do. Yeah, again, depending on the age. I think when they're younger, you do a lot more encouraging. But when you get to the 12, 13, 14, 15 year old range, it's like, all right, now let's kick it into gear. Yeah, now let's go. Is your mom as tough on your younger siblings as she was on you? 
Ooh, well, or she no, softened well, up. My, my little sister's very much more talented than I was. I know, hard to believe. Um, but she uh, very, she's a two-time All-Star uh, basketball player. Okay. You know what I mean? So we're we're both very tough on her because she, we know her potential. Ah, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. We, we think she can get scholarships, stuff like oh, that. Nice. And this yeah. is putting more pressure on her. So. Yeah, coach my son is a lot different than I do with my daughter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell. <laughs> yes, I can tell. I, I'm sure I'll do the same if we do end up having a yeah. Boys, you can be a little, you know. Well, the good part for for me, and then as long as Jill's not there, yeah, because Jill knows how I was playing baseball, like gloves, <laughs> gloves being thrown, not holding my composure ever. Right. And when I try to tell, well, okay, hey, we don't show up the other team, or we don't. She knows. She, That's what you were all about. Oh yeah. <laughs> no one made it more about me than me. You know, so I can't have her undermining me as I'm trying to lay down the principles that oh. I look to instill yes. in a young walker. She won't undermine you in front of you. She'll do it when you're not around. Correct. Yes. Correct. Behind the scenes. <laughs> yes. One on one. But I got a dad job to do here. Yep. <laughs> What's number four? All right. So number four, as much as I loved playing baseball as a kid, yes. you know, as a nine, ten year old, I got, to, I got to sixth grade, man, you know, 11, 12 years old, kid whips out a curveball on me. Embarrasses me. I yep. struck out, and uh, I stopped playing baseball after that year. I was, I was embarrassed, and I was, uh, you know, I, I was afraid I was going to get hit by the ball uh, as a batter. Yeah, you know, I know you obviously didn't have this problem because you played until college. Yeah, I did. So you, I stopped playing. Baseball. You stopped playing too. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I saw this curveball and I was like, "What? What are we doing now? We're throwing curveballs? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm out. It's good resiliency by you. Yeah, I love baseball still, but hated it in that moment. Yeah. Well, listen, it's a humbling, a humbling sport, uh, Francisco. Oh man, you get up to that bat and you don't get a hit. And like you said, as you get a little older, the kids start throwing the ball a little harder and they can start doing different things with the ball. Yeah. It was a lot different than when I was seven and eight years old, and I was the bigger kid out there. Yeah, the pitching machine. Yeah, you know, a little different. Yeah, you got got to that 11, 12, 13 year old range, and it's like, man, these guys can throw. Yeah. Now you got you got everyone back though because you went to fantasy camp and you put on a show. I did. So I'm gonna tell you, I took I took a former major leaguer uh, bullpen guy yard. Yep. By the name of Ricky Bo. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. That's the word around the campfire is that Ike took Ricky Bow yard yep. at fantasy camp. Deep. Right field fence. Yeah. Looked like Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, 100%. 100% sprinting <laughs> around the bases. Yeah, I I, uh, I was told at a very young age of baseball, should just be a pitcher. Yeah. The, the, the batting thing, don't worry. Did you like hitting? I thought I did. But I until, you do, until you can't hit. Yeah, yeah until, right. until I, although three fifty, I batted three fifty three my freshman year on JV, so no big deal to me. Um, but then your boy grew to six one and had eighty four in his back pocket, Ooh. and they said, "Hold on, get on the mound, big fella." I was afraid at sixty four. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. What's next? Uh, number three, we're gonna fast forward. That was like what 11, 12 years old, going to like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, this is the time where I played a lot of hockey in, uh, uh, in college. Uh. Um, and, you know, I, I liked it. I liked to play. I liked to have fun. Yeah. So I played in this adult league where all these, like, older guys were taking this serious. Like, it was a Stanley Cup every week. Oh, yeah. Um, and there was one time where there was a brawl. And I was on the outskirts of the brawl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all of a sudden, this other guy on the other team, he's probably, like, six inches shorter than me, just throws a glove in my face, wants to start something. And I'm like, dude, I'm just here to, like, well, what are we doing? Yeah. And that, that made me hate playing adult roller hockey in that moment. When they take it too seriously. Yeah, I was like, you don't get in a okay. fight. I'm okay. Pretty soft, aren't you? <laughs> nah, man. I just, I just want to have a good time. I just want to, I just want to have fun. I like hockey. I just want to have fun. I mean, you ran away from the curveball. 
you let somebody six inches shorter than you hit you in the face with a damn mitt. You're afraid of the ball, too. Well, I know, but I'm saying, but I never ran for a fight, though. He hit me with a glove. We're fighting. But You got hit in the face with a mitt by somebody that was six inches shorter than you. But it was stupid. Like, I was was just sitting there chilling. He comes over, and he's like, ah. I'm like, dude, what are we doing, man? Did you not see the scuffle break out? Yeah, but, like, I'm all right, It's not my part. I know what to do. I'm one of the, you know. You're a pacifist. Like, Crosby's not going to get into a fight. You know what I mean? So you think you're the star? You're, oh, the, you're, you're a star above, you're above you gotta play fighting. your role. You got to play your role. Oh, oh, okay. I, didn't really I know s- my role. <laughs> I didn't really see the the star. As, uh, I, yeah, I didn't see that exuding one, from the uh, <laughs> the producing booth. I just, I mean, I think Francisco and I are very aligned on this. You know? I'm, oh yeah, for sure. I'm not looking to get in a fight ever. I'll I'll send teammates. You know, I, I'll sure. start it. But not, this is <laughs> not finishing it at all. <laughs> I mean, this is like adult roller hockey league. No, that we're just loser. paying to play. Yeah, I mean, it's a like, loser. Whatever. It's a loser move. I agree with you, Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's next? All right, let's take it back to middle school. Seventh grade basketball. Uh, it's getting better. Yeah, it gets better. Um, so uh, I, I was really excited. I played all, on the middle school basketball team. I made the team. Oh, nice. And uh, the, the coach was pretty strict from the start. I could tell he was a little off. He's a little, little serious about. Oh, stuff. what? Because he's strict. That's what, that means yeah, he's a it, psychopath. Yeah. So, okay. but listen though. So we went. We were on the road to play this. Uh, the city school and he was expecting us to like blow him out we were getting blown out by like 30 35 at halftime he comes in the locker room starts throwing chairs starts hitting lockers all this stuff and he starts yelling at us and i'm like nah this isn't what i'm here for right now i'm 13 uh what are we doing i just i you know so it is jarring the first time when you're younger you see the full like coach meltdown yeah like i remember i was 12 Mm -hmm. i was 12 i believe and we made an error in All Stars, and my coach came in full bucket of balls and threw it right against the back of the thing and exploded. <laughs> like baseballs all flying everywhere. He didn't write an email to the whole team after the after the game apologizing to the yeah. to, to, to the to the yeah. parents. Yeah, our coach yeah. never apologized. He just made a few yeah. more suicides after. Yeah, I was so. gonna say I don't think I ever had a coach apologize about going off on the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it was, it was just a lot. Yeah. Hey, man. Listen. You know, when I was growing up, that's pretty much how the adults coached you yeah. for, for the most part. And um, growing up in my neighborhood, parents talked to you that way. That's how parents usually got after you. So it was nothing new uh, for me to, to sort of get coached hard that way. You almost have to let it go in one ear and out the other. You know, and I played for some pretty good some guys that could chew on you a little bit. Yeah, they 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 could chew on you a little you bit. Sure yeah, did. yeah. You've a, you've a, your Mount Rushmore of coaches is pretty insane. Hey man, I'm telling you, man. Listen, and if 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 you caved, you weren't going to be a very good football player. So I like to think all of it made me a better player. Now you've experienced both. You're a player, and then you saw the the coaches of today. Yeah. Which do you think is more effective? Oh, the coaches of the past. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we've overcorrected too much? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our kids today are soft as cotton out there right now. <laughs> you kidding me? You can't say anything to these kids without having to write an email or to type an email or print a letter or something. And you, then now you're worried about your jobs or what have you. So, yeah. It, but it's the way society is now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So, you know why, though? Because some coaches abuse that. Yes. So, I guess the overcorrection is a good thing. I'm just saying, you know, if society was sort of built for it like it was 20 to 30 years ago, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Today, you can't do it. I know. I, and, and I know I'm a product of more of the softer generation. Yeah. I, I say I got a little bit. Yeah. Of, like a, I got a, a, a semi-good mix. Yeah, that's, my, why, that's why you quit. Well, yeah, but you—you you said you the, the whole uh, the the balls in the bucket thing. You yeah. kept playing though. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see. I stopped. My, the coach was looking for me apparently next year because oh, nice. I had open gyms and everything. He's like, "Yeah, where's where's Cookie at? Where's where's Rojas?" And you're um, out. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah." I, so, I, I tell yeah. you what, it doesn't take much for you to be out. Well, I tell you. Yeah, I mean, I play. Yeah, it wasn't that jarring. <laughs> I just didn't, well, I didn't want to play for that coach. Like, get me a new coach. Well, like my fr- you know my, my, my freshman year of college coach was a psycho too, and I I played another. <laughs> yeah, but year. you're oh hold on, you got a scholarship. Yeah, I did. It's different, and I gave that up because I'm selfless. <laughs> I give money back. No, I literally they were like, "Do you want your scholarship again?" And I was like, "Nah." Like <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I didn't feel right taking it. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't. I wasn't. Well, I think your parents felt about that. Didn't ask. What's, <laughs> what, didn't what, ask. What's number one? All right, so number one, that same year, I also played soccer. Uh, I wasn't a great soccer player. Uh, yeah, yeah, you had um, all the soft sports. I, could, I was fast, though. I could, you know, I was, I was athletic. <laughs> right. But I wasn't good with my feet. Okay. You know seems like a problem for yeah, soccer. Yeah, it seems like yeah. a problem yeah, not, not a good problem to have in soccer. <laughs> uh, so this year, the year I'm talking about, we had like a dream team type of uh, type of squad. Yeah, many now, people say that yes. about your soccer team. Yeah, way back in 2007. <laughs> what age was this again? Uh, 13. <laughs> You know what I mean? Dream team of soccer. Yeah, dream team of soccer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so it didn't end up being that way. We ended up being like 3-13-1. and one. Wow. And in the last game, they put me in. Coach put me in. Yeah. It was like Rudy. Yeah. Um, and I scored, the, I scored the tying goal in the last minute. Uh, and all the teammates decided they wanted to pick me up on their shoulders okay. and push me off the field like that. And I, that's when I knew I sucked at soccer. Pushed you off the field or well, carried push, you off? Carry you off. Carry you off. Yes. Right, 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 Same right, 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 right. Uh, so you quit soccer after you yeah, scored a goal. No, I didn't quit. But it was just a moment of like, ah, this doesn't feel good. Like, I'm not happy about this. Oh, okay. Like, this is kind of embarrassing. Because you're treated like the manager. Yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. So yeah, I, that was, that was, I always remember that. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. So. The quickest I think I ever quit a sport was <laughs> was wrestling. Where I went, I was a, I, tried, I did wrestling as a sure. kid. Yeah, I went 2-0. Sure. Oh. Obviously, you don't like physical confrontation. I didn't like the singlet. I bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. You got your banana in a hammock there. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I remember I went I went 2-0 in my, in my first, like, whatever, matches. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. You actually pinned the guy? I don't think so. I think I just. Oh. You made him submit? Lasted longer. 
Pause, man. Seriously. This segment sponsored by Guided, don't need it. Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale through February. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit goguida.com. Well, Francisco, good job. Not a bad oh, one. Oh, that's it. No, it was terrible. Way to be consistent. <laughs> Thank you. What's the name of the game? We got some, we got some stories out of it. We got some stories out of it. No, it was good. It was, it was good. Was, it was fun. No, I think the only sport I actually I, – I made it through all my sports. Like, I didn't make the basketball team in high school or, or, or middle school because I couldn't pass the physical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The physical aspect of it. A lot of running. Right. Yes, that's usually – Required and soccer, I, I, I couldn't make the middle school soccer team because I was not fat. I couldn't pass the physical conditioning. <laughs> Everything else, I, I mostly stayed through until college baseball. Uh, let's go to Mr. Miami. I'm guessing in Miami, what's happening, Mr. Miami? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I want to get in on that conversation y'all were having about the the popularity of the NBA across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's okay, if that's still a topic that's being oh, yeah. discussed. Yep. Um, uh, as a guy who follows international sports and with family and friends in different countries, I can tell you for a fact, the NBA is a more widely known and B more liked than the NFL across the world. And it's not even close. Um, and that's a fact. And I think the primary reasons are number one, so many countries across the globe are represented in the NBA. And number two, so many countries across the world have basketball leagues that are very popular in that country. And they, no other country has a football league. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why. Um, sure. It's just, it's just when we're talking about the, the po- like a popularity here is not even close. And if you even combine just the ratings of the Super Bowl here versus finals across the entire globe, like I don't, think it, would be, same, I don't yeah. think it would be close. No, and that was my second point. And I have three points. But my second point is, I don't know if I agree with Elliot that the NBA is ever going to surpass the NFL. I just don't see that happening. Well, not here. No. Um, uh, not here for sure. And I think it's because the NFL is a better TV product. I think that's why. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, that's a great point. Now, it is a better TV product. Now, tell me if you – I personally believe, and I don't believe this is my bias getting in the way, I think baseball has a better chance of overtaking the NBA than the NBA has a better chance of overtaking – Football. I mean, I know football is a big ass, but sure. I think baseball is actually increasing in, in, in popularity. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because the baseball team here has, has taken a step forward. No, but they, they've changed some rules to the game that makes it more TV-friendly. It makes it more fan-friendly to watch. I think being a TV-made sport does matter. And I think it just does. I think like almost the basketball discussion right now has gotten to where baseball was like four years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago, where everyone was like, ah, all they do is strike out, walk, home, run, mm-hmm. whereas every basketball game is pretty much the same right now. Yeah, and here's the other thing, uh, Mr. Miami. I I never feel like I had to watch an NBA until the third or fourth quarter. I I, I don't have to be there at tip-off to watch the game at the beginning. The game doesn't really get good until the second half, whereas in football, you're there at kickoff, ready to watch the game when it starts. And I'll tell you what else, Ike. Uh, As much as I love the NBA, I don't really start, really, really start getting into the NBA until after the Super Bowl. Yep. That's when I really start getting into it. You and everyone else, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you brought up baseball because my third point, this might ruffle some feathers. I don't mean to start some stuff, Uh but uh, I've been wondering this for years, and I want to get y'all's opinion on this question. Would the NBA be more popular in this country if one of the top, let's say, five players in the NBA – was a white American. 
There are a lot of white guys who are really good, but they're not American. How, if we had another Larry Bird right now, how would that affect the popularity of the NBA? I'm not, you know, we live in America and we cannot ignore race in no matter what topic we're talking about. Right. So I'm curious to know how y'all feel. And does that also tie in to why baseball is getting more popular? Because the, the, the trend in baseball is that there are less and less American black players. Yeah, so, I, I don't, I don't, you know, with the, with the NBA, it's, it's hard to say because the NBA has thrived for so long without having a quote-unquote white American be the face of the league. Not really since Larry Bird has there been an American-born uh, white basketball player that was the face of the league. And the NBA has thrived for years since then, whether it was Jordan, Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, like Steph Curry. They've thrived since then. So I don't think the NBA is necessarily in need of that. Mm-hmm. You would have to have a basketball player be that good and be that captivating and compelling for him to really dominate the league. There are um, white European players, obviously, or foreign-born players. Steve Nash won back-to-back MVPs. Dirk, uh, obviously from Germany, uh, won an MVP. Who else am I going to think of? Uh, Jokic, obviously, has won Giannis. two MVPs. Giannis, he's not white. Not white, no. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. But, but yes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you really necessarily need that for the NBA. I just think the NBA is a, it's a long sport that – it just so happens to start during football, during, first of all, the best time of the season for baseball, October baseball. You got hockey that also starts during that time, even though it's not as popular. Mm-hmm. But it's in the meat of the football season. So basketball, it just takes – it's just unfortunate that it's not in a time of the year where the majority of the public views or the public eyes can be on it for a long period of time. And I, and I, I do mean this when I brought it up earlier. Like, I don't know who the guy that is captivating people right now in, mm-hmm. in the NBA. Like, there's a bunch of good players. Sure. But, like, there's no discussion around – like, LeBron's too old. No one expects yep. him to win a ring. Steph's getting out of that that mm-hmm. that kind of age bracket. Um, you, like Yo- KD's boring. He doesn't. He's not. He's not excited. Doesn't have a personality. Right. Like great player just doesn't have a personality. We're still in the point. We're still at the point with like Luca and Jokic mm-hmm. and Giannis. Where we're, we're kind of just appreciate them. I feel. Like, I feel like with basketball discussion, it's gotten way more like appreciative of that guy rather than the head to head debates. And there hasn't been like a a really. LeBron was the last like super takeable athlete in, in the NBA. Like, there's not that guy that is generating. I feel like a lot of discussion about the NBA. Yeah, and this is where Elliot's argument falls apart because this is where I think the NBA could be in trouble, especially in this country. Um, you don't have someone to sell the game, right? You don't have someone to sell the game, and the foreign-born players, and no fault of their own, they're not in- necessarily interested in selling the NBA here in the United States. You don't see these guys in gym shoe ads and commercials everywhere and all of those things. Luka doesn't have any interest in that. Jokic definitely doesn't have any interest in that. Embiid, barely. Giannis, barely. Like the best players in the NBA are foreign-born players that don't necessarily have a genuine interest in trying to be the face of the league and promote the league. They're actually looking for that guy now. Yes. Like who I don't even know who that guy can be. You can tell me it could be Anthony Edwards. Eh, I like Ant Man's game. 
I don't know if Ant-Man is a pitch man that can actually go out and sell the game like LeBron sold the game for years, like Kobe held the game for years. Dwayne Wade, all these guys, Steph Curry. I don't know if Anthony Edwards is that guy. I don't think so either. I love him. I I, I love him as a player. I just don't know if he's that guy. And I don't even know who that guy is. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you, Jason Tatum. Yeah, but yeah, and he, I'm just, he's, he hasn't done that either. He's no. been in the finals too. He's, yes. he's on the big stage at, at all times. Um, but he just—it's just there's no one there. Nope, there's no one there. And on the uh, uh, of uh, black athletes in baseball, mm-hmm. it's been a problem for years. Well. Um, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. Some people may not find it funny or what have you, but you know that that are the Latin players are really taking over from that standpoint. Yeah, um, baseball for the African American athletes. I don't know. It's just at, at the at the ground grassroots level, it's not as appealing to play. So you're getting more African American kids playing basketball and football, either running track or something of that nature, yeah. as opposed to gravitating to baseball like it was in the 70s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Now, I will say it's been nice in the top five of the drafts in the last couple of years. There's been a couple uh, black athletes. Up there, there you go. So yeah. Hopefully, you know, get, get, it's, a, it's an important part of the, the, the fan base. There's no doubt about have it. To get, have to get them back. But that, awesome. That's almost more of an international game, too. Yeah. You think about the Asian-born players and like well, Shohei's yeah. really change it. Yeah, because remember, the, like, Stephen A. got in a, a lot of trouble a couple of years ago when he talked about how like Otani can't be the face of the sport, but like Otani is developing into that. Like he, he, like people gravitate to watching Shohei Otani play baseball. Yeah, but can he can he go out and be a pitch man, sell the sport, commercials, everything else? He's a great player, and he's playing in a major city. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about selling the sport, like to me, like Bryce Harper is a face of the sport, and that's why I deserve Mike an Trout is a great player, not a face of the but sport. But he doesn't sell doesn't the sell sport. The yeah, yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If he came here, we would. Well, exactly right, and that's why Bryce Harper deserves his contract extension because he sells the sport. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Your last chance to get this twenty five dollar Duncan gift card on the other side. On the other side, all we're looking for is a the best second. Act uh, on Charles Barkley's birthday. Plus, JJ Reddick took Doc Rivers a task, and Rat Bev, Pat Bev is back. Yeah, what is going on with Patrick Beverly? Rat, Rat Bev is back. Uh, we'll get to that sex line, all your phone calls on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. All right, for years you've heard Dr. Glad on WIP talking about his amazing services. Now, you've heard I'm bald and beautiful, in case you didn't know, but not everyone can be so lucky. Dr. Glad and the Glad Group, they know so many people that think hair restoration is a one-and-done procedure, but that's just not the case. The Glad Group have restoration treatments to strengthen before you need hair transplant, as well as options to maintain your existing hair after a transplant, and their newest option is completely non-invasive. No needles, no pain, and no downtime. It's called TID, which stands for Trans-Epidermal Delivery. It's where growth factors are delivered directly to the hair follicles, and both men and women are seeing great results from this procedure. What are you waiting for? Give my friends at the GLAT Group a call, always at the forefront of technology. Call them today, 610-980-4000, or drglat.com. That's 610-980-4000, or drglat.com and tell them Ike Reese sent you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.